It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show live show. We're coming live at you from Fallujah. We didn't want to tell anybody about it because it was going to be a bit of a security risk. But yeah, we're here in Fallujah and we're doing a live show for you guys. So uh, buckle in. It's bloody hot. It is bloody hot. Is it hot now there? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't really know. We're not there and no. we probably never will be there. Episode 106. Reach for the stars. That's the subtitle for this show. Reach for the stars. No. That's what you're doing there. What were you doing there? No, reach for the stars. Mm. I don't know what that is. No. I Nor do you. I don't reach think. for the stars. You're making your own songs up again. Yeah, it's cool. Awesome. Have you been looking all right? You're still wearing your hat in Take the it, studio. Taking a slug of water is what taking I'm doing. Taking a slug of water. Don't Me. screw the, the Nalgene bottle again. No, because if I screw it, it on, longer. if I knock it or you knock it, we don't get a No spillage. one's going to knock it. I'm, it's nowhere near me. Right. There you go. I've knocked it. What's happened? I'm going to stamp on that. <laughs> Oh. Nothing's happened because the lid's on. Oh. So there we are. Um, what have I been up to? Not much. I'm keeping my hat on because my hair's at a weird in-between stage at the moment. Oh, yeah. I won't get into it, but I'll probably take it off in a wee while when I get when I get warm. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just remember, we're not in Fallujah. I'll keep it on. <laughs> uh, but other than that, mate, all good. Thank you. Business as usual. Usual, usual stuff. I was um, uh, five minutes late for the show because... I was in Starbucks and the bassist from the band The Kooks was in front of me and he was ordering a needlessly um, technical order involving hot cheese and, I mean, that wasn't going in his coffee, let's make that very clear, but he was having a cheese toasty, certainly, which is a slightly more involved situation when it comes to uh, making breakfast. Let, <laughs> let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about that because... Right. Um, He's the one who looks like who's I don't starting, want to, to, look, him. At, starting I don't to look a little bit like Art Carfunkel, and it's very funny. I don't care about the Kooks okay. particularly. Yeah. Um, they're, they're back, Luke. They're cut, back. A good, cut a good tunes. You'll be, you'll be lead, no doubt. Lead singer's called Luke. He is Luke Pritchard, and no mm. doubt in about a month's time, you will be sat in uh, a studio somewhere pretending to like them. That was last month. <coughs> You've already done it. <laughs> he's already done it, yeah. Um, Looks actually quite nice. I, I didn't realise. I'm when, sure he's lovely. I'm just saying, you we... don't listen to the kooks, but you'll pretend you do. Uh, no, I'll, I'll just say, oh, that was a good... Uh, saying something's a good album, it doesn't mean that you have to have listened to it. You are blowing the radio industry wide open with these sort of revelations, <laughs> my friend. Oh, what, what, what I wanted to pick up on was the the idea of queuing under pressure. Now, right. you're, you're late for an engagement here with me. That's right. fine. I'm used to that sort of stuff. doesn't matter. But sometimes, for example... I don't care anymore, that's the exactly. It's well, only that, going to get worse for you. You've let, it's going you, to get better for me, worse for you. Well, I've got to find someone else, I mean, I'd say as talented, probably mm. more talented, yeah. just to, to mosey along with and mm. just leave you behind. But, okay. um, 
that's not a stressful situation. What mm. a stressful situation is, is something I experienced the other day, which is I was going back through London Victoria Station and my wife said, oh, can you pick up some, something for dinner on the way yeah. home? It's quite late. So I thought, yeah, I'll grab um, burritos because we both quite like Mexican food. Grab a couple of burritos. So I'll do that. Walk into the Victoria Concourse mm. and there's about 12 minutes till the train. I thought, yeah. perfect. <gasps> Nip into there, get get the burritos. They, they, what, they're going to get made right there and then? Yeah, they're, they're, at, they're... at a place called Tortilla. They make them in front of you, almost like yeah. a subway type yeah, thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But we're done here. Yeah, and um, I get there, new guy working in it. That's <laughs> new guy. Twelve and minutes. Yeah, that that that's not enough time to I'm, make two burritos. And I'm ordering two at the mm. same time for me and someone else, mm. but that other person isn't there, so he's that's confused him. Yeah, straight away because I said, "Can I have a burrito and a burrito bowl, please?" Mm. Okay, gets the burrito sort of tortilla wrap thing out and the burrito bowl. Yeah, oh, I thought you wanted a burrito. No, I do. I want that bowl as well. I want both, right? And we can and we can we can discuss the connotations of a man of my size ordering two <laughs> meals for himself if you want. But ultimately, I just want both, right? And then the worst thing was halfway through, you get the question: Do you want cheese or sour cream or both? What do, mm. what, what do you prefer? Uh, I just put everything on it. Right, just get it. That's easy. Get, it, get it on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Refried so, beans. Yeah. Get the guac. I don't care if it's extra. Just give me everything. Yeah. Um, so I wanted just cheese and not sour cream, mm. but he's got confused mm. and put cheese and sour cream on. He put sour cheese on it. Yeah. So what do I do at that point? I basically I have to. Got, you just got to suck it up. That's what I did. I yeah. had to. Just did, literally, I had to literally suck up the sour cream. Gone. Because that man is new, mm. and I understand that, and I'm not trying <laughs> to denigrate the, the training practices of, of that particular Mexican restaurant. I'm sure it's good, and I was in a hurry. The stress was unbelievable. I could feel yeah. the sweat building on my back. <laughs> I've had to go home eat a burrito I didn't really want mm. because of the ingredients he's put in it because otherwise I'd have missed a train. It's only on the way home that I realised it's only another for 10 minutes for a train probably should have just waited. You've got, um, but if you're working on a, uh, on a on a meal at a train station you have to be the best of the best in my humble opinion because you yes. know that people are under time constraints. The amount of times I think to myself about a member of staff working at some sort of concession stand at a train station do you not know that there's a train coming? <laughs> yeah, the, the one, the one of my, the, the one at my, um, at my local train station, is they they've got a little sign up. It's like a coffee shop there. Mm. They're, they're all really nice. But there's a sign up saying, "Oh, if if your train's on the way, um, let us know and we'll try and do it faster." Well, hang on, just do it faster. Yeah, do yeah. it faster, can anyway. Yeah, and there is only one train at the platform. You know, it's not. I'm not. I'm not coming to to West Norwood train station just to have a little mosey around. <laughs> oh, which train do I fancy? I'm getting that train. That's why I'm here. Anyway, stressful meals. Stressful situations. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. Get in touch with them and we will talk about them. Uh, that is a rather elongated uh, introduction to the show. That's Pete mm. Donaldson. I'm Luke Moore. Recently on Luke and Pete, we've talked about... And I'm going to keep saying this, Pete, and I I'm make no apology pay. for it. Right, okay. A seal and an octopus teamed up to slap a man in the kayak. You keep on going about this story. It's months months ago, man. I don't care. Okay. It's timeless in, mm. in, my, in, my, in my eyes. <laughs> in a way, it sums up... Do you not think it sums up the um, this? It's a sign of the times. Mm. You know, we're, as, as, as human beings, we're destroying the world around us, destroying the environment. Yeah, and seals are teaming up with octopi and saying, "No, enough! <laughs> Slap him back!" Yeah, take but, a bit of that. Stop I mean, eating my friends, or eat it like this. Yeah, well, you're you're bad for that. But 
Love a bit of the only way it could have been more poetic is if the octopus had some sort of plastic wrapped around one of its tentacles yeah. in an environmental not disaster. Yeah, his, and, head, and, his head was stuck on a, a Starbucks cup. Yeah. And he fashioned, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He'd fashioned a rudimentary octopus ski mask out of it. He was it. looking through the yeah. eye holes yeah. he'd cut out yeah. with the help of the seal's teeth <laughs> or claws. But and I'm, I'm going to make no... Um, bones about it, like an octopus doesn't have any bones. Doesn't have any bones. No. I, I was, it's got a beak. That's got to be. I was, I'm going to make an assumption that the guy in the kayak, I mean, he's in a kayak. Mm. He's probably a dickhead. Probably yeah. Probably deserves it. Sorry, all the cat. No, I'm not. I'm Apologies not if, you, if he was some sort of environmental worker. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to backfire if he was. He was sitting, literally serving yeah. octopuses and he was hoisted by his own petard. He was. In many um, ways. And the octopuses said, That's what we think of your efforts, mate. <laughs> Too little, too late, yeah. prick. I'm actually leaping out of an environment I feel safe in, where I can breathe, <laughs> to tell you To put your my work. suckers around your stupid fat head, you <laughs> not good kayak enough. idiot. Um, elsewhere, a man had a pen from NASA brought home from work by his dad. Mm. Uh, Jurassic Park with a live audience. Live orchestra, sorry, I should say. And a live audience. Um, <laughs> literally eating grease for school dinners. Oh, yeah. Bit of dripping. And and um, Keith Cooks got in touch. Keith Cooks. Legend of this parish. Legend of this parish. What sort of parish would this be, Pete? If you can think of a parish green in the middle, perhaps an old sort of parish hall. I'm thinking like the Wicker Man, that kind of parish. Yeah. Are you of... in the Wicker Man? I'm in the Wicker Man, controlling it. I've made, I've put it on roller skates and I'm riding it around town like a, a straw-based Godzilla. <laughs> and I'm running after you Just saying if we, can stop get, this. if we can stop him, let's set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> let's set it on fire. I've heard that Pete is like the mother of dragons and mm. he can't he can't actually burn. Let's find out. Let's find out. Yeah. I've never um, seen The Wicker Man. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Do you want to hear, I can do an impression of Edward Woodward at the, at the opening scene if you want. Okay. Excuse me, I'm an officer from the mainland. Can you send over a dinghy? That's <laughs> Edward Woodward. That's so the first is, line. is it set off the coast of Scotland in one of those yeah. funny little islands? Yes, it is. Yeah. Why, does, why do nobody go to the Faroe Islands? Look, they're, they're so close. Absolutely miles away. No, they're so close, though. They're really. not, are they? In reality. I'm going to find out. Find out, out how, how close the Faroe Islands are. Uh, okay. Unless I've got massively confused with some other islands. Do you want to Do you want to know about the, the, the Wicked Man or not? <laughs> yeah, go on. Okay. Continue. Uh, you can fly to the Faroe Islands from Scotland for £178. Yeah, exactly. So Look how close. I mean, we all fly to um, Iceland, but we don't fly to the Faroe Islands. Why not? Was the Iceland, Iceland's good, isn't it? Well, the Faroe Islands might be good. Nobody knows. I want to go to the Faroes. I also want to go to Greenland, which is, you can only fly, I think, from Iceland or possibly mm. Sweden. I'd love to go to Greenland. And uh, it's basically just like riggers and businessmen, tycoons, uh, and everyone just gets pissed all the time. Well, you do that anyway. I know. So you I want to do what you do, do anyway, it. just I want to do it in Greenland. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go to Svalbard as well. Svalbard. Which is an island up there. I think that's where they've got, do you remember we talked about the seed depository? Oh, yeah, yeah where think, they hide all the seed. I, I think that might be Svalbard. The Joseph Seed. Um, um, I've forgotten what the original question was. We, um, oh, the Wicker Man. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> a, a, a police officer investigates a weird thing happening on an island. Well, and... that's solved. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quite abrupt. Well, I just thought we got an ad break quick and sharp, and we'd sound like a really well oiled machine. Uh, speaking of um, uh, weird goings on, and indeed um, the, the that part of the world that we were talking about, like uh, Greenland and mm. Finland and Denmark and Sweden, um, people eat the weirdest things, Luke. There okay. was a man. Uh, there was a man who um, suggested uh, we talked about um, something called the uh, Surströmming Challenge. Are you familiar with the Sir Thrumming Challenge? Is it this fermented shark? It's fermented in some piss. kind of fish. No, not in <clears throat> In Iceland, they have a fermented shark that's fermented in yeah, piss. Yeah, I've had it. It's not very nice. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, it's basically a, um, a, a kind of like herring, I think, but it's not pickled. It's actually, it's, it's just, they've added just enough salt for it not to go off, if that makes any sense. Right. And they put it in a can. Um, it's not necessarily a, a, a delicacy, uh, but it's become somewhat of a, a YouTube kind of trope uh, that uh, a lot of uh, young women and men uh, attempt the surströmming uh, challenge. I'm probably saying this completely wrong, but it's, it's, it's basically Swedish for um, sour herring, right. surströmming. Okay. Um, a lightly salted fermented Baltic sea herring. Basically, they just put it in a fucking can. <laughs> oh, good God. Um, just enough salt is used to prevent the raw herring from uh, rotting. A fermentation process of at least six months gives the fish, gives the fish a characteristic strong smell uh, and somewhat acidic taste. Um, according to a Japanese study, a newly opened can of surströmming has one of the most putrid food smells in the world, stronger than similarly fermented fish dishes such as the Korean uh, Hong Hoyo or Hong Hoyo. Mm. Sorry, Hong <laughs> Hong Yo Ho or this the is, Japanese Kaseya. This is your area, this. Yeah, this is my area. <laughs> is that the um, one that um, that um, Carl Pilkinson tried to eat when he did one of his Idiot Abroad episodes? Because that uh, possibly. absolutely horrendous, the Korean one. It's just, it. It. Uh, what I like about it is that there's um, several kind of um, people on YouTube just trying to eat it. And it's basically just kids on a heath in Sweden just eating, just trying to eat this putrid um, herring. And they're just vomiting immediately. Yeah. As soon as they open the can, they're just vomiting. Um, there's one man on the internet I've seen who basically says, that's not how you eat surströmming. Uh, and basically, he's out on his lawn, and he opens the can. He's like going, and even him, a man who has eaten it on more than one occasion, yeah, um, he can't help but kind of grimace and clearly look like he's about to fucking chuck up. Um, so he gets the can open. He's, I mean, I could play this out, but it's, it's not really much. Uh, there's not really much point in doing it. But he opens a can um, on his on his front lawn, and he's basically explaining in a really sort of matter of fact way. This is not the way to eat. This is how you do it. So you take one. Fish, complete it's a whole fish. fish. It's yeah. a whole fish, yeah. or, or sometimes how fillets. big is the fish? About what's that? Half a foot. Um, so like, uh, or, or a, a human foot-sized uh, fish. Um, he takes, um, he takes the fish. He puts it on on a plate, and basically, he just basically fillets it into two fillets. Takes all of the um, crap out because that's the stuff that makes it smell even worse. Right. And he puts it in this kind of like flat, kind of falafel roll sort of thing, right. and that's how he eats it. And he goes, um, it's not the greatest meal in the world. I'd hardly call it a delicacy, but you can eat it. And he yeah. ate it, and you could see him. He's going, yeah, it's very, it's very, um, it's hot. Pungent. It tastes hot. Yeah. Does he it get through it? He doesn't say spicy. He says it tastes hot. Uh, yeah, he gets through it. He's, uh, he's fine with it. But it's just a really, 
people really want to eat this fish. So I don't strange. understand what the point of it is. What do you mean? It's just to show off, is it? It's to show off, yeah. Because it's like a strong man thing. Oh, look, I can, right. I can survive eating it without and vomiting. Could you, do you think you could do it? No, God, no. I'm... Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember that phase um, that people went through where they would, um, I can't remember what it's called now, this will make me sound really old, but they were just neck bottles of spirits and stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah, what that was, was what, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. It was called, a little while ago. A couple of people died, didn't they? Yeah, but there was, there was a video I saw of a guy standing in some field somewhere, and I think he might have been from Scandinavia. Mm. And uh, he's got a full bottle, a large bottle, actually, of mm. Jack Daniels. Right. And he opens the seal to show that it's not been yeah. tampered with, and he just necks the whole thing. Mm. And um, It's it, risky, but you could just immediately vomit. Well, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. So as soon as he said, right, there you go, I've done it. Yeah. And then the camera just stops. Yeah. Surely he's just going to go and puke that up. Yeah. I um, mean, it's, again, it's risky. You're going to be pissed out your fucking mind, but you need to get that out and get it out pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Quick. Yeah. yeah, pretty quick. Yeah. Get I'd, some, I'd, get I'd some be charcoal down there. I'd be dead. Um, <laughs> Shall we do some emails? All right, then, darling. Um, All right, baby doll. I've got an email here from a man who's emailed us while stoned, and I can't believe this hasn't happened before. <laughs> I can't believe it's taken us to episode 106 given the type of show we make, mm. for Nathan Ross to get in touch, clearly high. <laughs> uh, and he says... Uh, I, I, I drink so much and I, I've never, I don't really do that side of things and I think I'd probably enjoy it more. Do you know that... <laughs> this is the best thing about this, Pete, and I'll read the email mm. in a second. He is high. He's told us in the email that he's high. Why do you want to email when you're high? Yeah, as, as Alex Turner said. Uh, just guess what the subject of the email was. Um, Bimbap. <laughs> I don't know. Subject of the email was... Just enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't How give us full that? name. Don't give us full name. He's called Nathan. Nathan. Uh, he says, Nathan for us. Hey, fellas, listener from the start. Although on both occasions I've emailed you before, I was severely stoned. As I'm a Los Angeles native who works in creative advertising, and I'm quite frequently high. I'm high now. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a micro doser to uh, keep up with the big boys? I, Taking LSD in the morning. I don't think it's micro. Uh, <laughs> this might get a bit long, so heads up. The first e- all the emails are all the sentences are really short. Really short, yeah. Uh, the first email was immediately following a listen, and I misremembered the topic at hand, and my email was not relevant. <laughs> the second time I emailed while listening about my listening about my supply teacher, who, as I remember, but never actually researched might have murdered his wife oh I supplied a link to the article I didn't read I was wondering why my email hadn't been read out on the pod uh, I viewed the email I sent and decided to read the article it proved my story partially false he'd only attempted to murder her he didn't actually do it I digress I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed the uh, shows uh, especially Room 101 and Room 102 I would love a semi-regular appearance uh, keep on keeping on Nathan he's I mean, just saying hello isn't he it's the art just of saying it. everything just, and nothing at just once just loving it yeah or just apologising for his previous conduct but fair play it's got him on the show yep <laughs> <laughs> oh that is very enjoyable I enjoyed it yeah he, um, uh, <laughs> I do wonder how many people are actually listening to this nonsense while they are stoned just enjoying it just enjoying I it I am high now <laughs> this might get a bit long heads up mm. it's not long it's only two paragraphs no exactly some of the emails long we get him. are obscene they are very long I suppose you look at that and go what am I I'm looking for keywords, dead animals, penis, <laughs> shit, anything like that. Dead I penis. Can't find, yeah, I can't um, find the, it. Um, yeah, that might be a little heads up to our listeners. If you do want to get in touch, of course, as you all know by now, hello at lukeandpetershow.com. But brevity is the soul of wit, as everyone, mm. as, as I think Shakespeare said that, didn't he? Mm. Uh, and um, so therefore, if you can't explain it in three or four paragraphs, Pete will certainly not read it. No, God And no. I will find it very, very tough to do so. So just bear that in mind. God, no. Um, we've got an email from Johnny Dern. Hey, Johnny Dern. Is it Hey, Johnny Park, that song? Uh, Foo Fighters, yeah. Yeah. yeah I forget how that goes now. Same. <laughs> it's like that. 
Is that here, Johnny Park? Sounds about right. Um, I, I First two Foo Fighters um, albums were incredibly good, and the rest were absolute shite. I like the Foo Fighters, <laughs> and, and I, I will go further than you and say that. So you, the first two albums you're talking about, the color the and the Fighters shape. and the color and the shape, yeah, and the, and the self-titled mm. one. I think the one with the rain is here and you, my dear, are still my friend. Yeah, thank you very it's much. It's true, the two of us are back as one again. I was the one who left you. Always coming back, I cannot forget you, girl. Now I am up in arms again. Up in arms. Uh, <laughs> by the excellent Foo Fighters. By the excellent Foo Fighters. Um, the band Nirvana could have been. I yeah. um, I like the first four albums. Whoa, steady. What's on the first? What's on the third and the fourth? Well, the it's third so one is there's fucking good, you tit. The third one is there's nothing left to lose. Yeah, but what's on that? What's the singles? Um, Give me the singles, stack baby. Stack dead actors, stack to Oh, yeah, actors. that's all right, yeah. And Learning to Fly, which is a classic. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that one, to be fair. And then, but they're definitely kind of... They're, the video is... They're lifting off, aren't they? He's that's brilliant in the video. Stunned. He's brilliant in the video. That's about being on drugs, isn't it? It is, and he plays every character in the video, pretty much, including the baby. Taylor Hawkins always dresses as a lady. It's funny. It's uh, very funny. The fourth one is uh, one with the, the one with the, oh my life, I've been searching for something, something. Yeah. You're not having yeah, that, I, no? I've fallen, uh, yeah, I've fallen. And times like these, time. times like these, mm. classic. Anyway, mm. I sound like the most uncool dad ever, so we're going to carry on. <laughs> uh, Foo Fighters, though, I don't mind them. I didn't mind The Sky is a Neighbourhood from their recent uh, um Move Sky on. is a Neighbourhood. And they played the Brits and they were playing on top of a roof. And then Kendrick Lamar's friend came on and beat up a car. Nobody explained what I don't know who that man was. And then you, I'm and not then into, the, I'm not into his music. Did, uh, did, but, did the, the, and then did the online coverage of the the ceremony cut to you on the red carpet going, "Goodness me, goodness me, that was crazy! <laughs> what a waste of a Lambo!" Yeah. Um, right, this comes uh, from Johnny Dunn. Hey guys, long time listener, first time emailer. That classic line. Um, I know that Pete particularly is a staunch socialist will love this tale, which I was made aware of by my friend Hoggy. Uh, due to his influential role in the removal of Serbian forces from Kosovo in 1999, Tony whoa, Blair... Whoa, whoa. This is gone. This isn't, a turn. this isn't Johnny Dunn. Johnny Dunn didn't do this. Right. Johnny Dunn's influential role in removing <laughs> Serbian forces from Kosovo. Uh, Tony Blair... Tony Blair, yeah. has, uh, <laughs> Walker Mill Tony Blair, has uh, received the honour uh, of having numerous Kosovan baby boys named after him. Did you know that? No, I didn't. So there's a lot of guys named like derivatives of the word Tony um, or Blair. For example, uh, Tony Blair Sahiti. What? <laughs> Who said that Blair, original, was a very great man. Outrageously, his mum has been quoted as saying, he's even starting to look like Tony Blair. I think she panicked a little bit there. Mm. Uh, perhaps the best example is Blair Tahiki. Or, tar- or Tharki, rather. Uh, I don't know where I got Tahiki from. I think I'll fancy a bit of Tahini. Mm. Um, Blair Tahiki. I've said it again, Taiki, Taki, Thaki, either Taki really or Thaki. You really should be wearing a hat hard on. Who? <laughs> I've made a hat hard and I've done it again. Who was born the 4th of August 1999, who is now a professional footballer for an Albanian second division side. Maybe if Kosovo miraculously make the Euros in 2020, Tony Blair's namesake will have finally made it to the big time. I, for one, love the image of Kosovans running around and named Tony Blair after the, set, named, after the great man. Uh, surely there must be a few uh, Sherry Blairs as well. Love the show, keep up the good work. A Johnny. Do you, Johnny. Think, do you think Tony Blair, that football player, started out playing on the left? Yeah. And then later oh, on, moved in. Moved to the centre. As you get older. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and now he's, he's sort, of, sort, of, sort of inside right. Inside yeah. right position. He's inside right. Yeah. In, uh, uh, in the, uh, the, I'm trying to think of what com- country he sort of spends, spends most of his time in like Dubai sort of areas, isn't he? Sort of like doing yeah. that, doing getting paid loads of money for speeches. 
Very Fair nice. Enough. Thanks for that, Johnny Dern. I'm on different hours now. Tony Blair. Tony, Tony Blair, Blair Dern. Yeah. Um, are you, have you moved on, in terms of your radio show, Pete, have you moved to a different show now? And yeah. that's why you're tired today? Uh, yeah, I got a better so up too. I watched, um, last night I watched um, the TV show, um, is it The Stairwell or Stairwell or something? The Staircase. Staircase. How many apps in are you? Two. No spoilers then. I've seen no it all. Spoilers. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. I, it's so good. I quite, I, I quite like the people who were sort of preparing him for the trial. It's quite, uh, I quite like those guys. David Rudolph, the lawyer. Mm. What a dude. What a dude. What a dude. Is it? Is he up there with? Because Make the Murderers back soon. Isn't it, it is. Yes, yeah, season two's coming. Is back it soon. where the Make the Murderers guys? I thought those um, two cool uh, lawyers that uh, the Dassies had, or the Dassy had. Yeah. Um, I Dassy thought and he, Stephen Avery. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. Um, I thought that they'd sort of be more of a big star because they they obviously broke out a little bit, didn't they? You'd sort of yeah, they were for a bit. Yeah. Again, yeah. Um, on um, on the staircase. Um, obviously, I won't spoil it for you or for anyone listening. But I recommend you watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, I think I talked about it last week. Was that, um, there was a bit. Oh, you did talk about. You see, I was wondering last night when I started watching it. It got suggested maybe my phone was listening to uh, the Luke and Pete show, and they knew I needed to watch this TV show. No, I, did, I did tell you. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I've got our mutual friend Dave Cooper. Mm. He's he tweeted me the other day saying, "Oh, I've heard you talk about the staircase on Luke and Pete." But um, you have to understand, it only tells really half the story. It's edited in a certain way. Right. The editor, I think, of the show itself, I think, is now in a relationship with the main guy, the subject of it. So there's a bit of ah. cute question marks around that. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. But well, what... you've already spoiled it now, haven't you? What? If you watch the first episode and he's a happily married guy mm. with a woman, you've already spoiled one of the spoilers, haven't you? Well, hang on he's, a minute. If he's gone out with a director. No, I didn't say that. I said the editor is right, now going editor. out with the suspect. Presumably, yeah. in a 12-part fucking murder mystery, there's going to be a suspect. <laughs> so that's not a spoiler, is it? No. It's not well, 12, 12 episodes of them going, well, someone must have done this. No, we can't find said, anyone. No, but you said he. Yeah. Which is, one of the, which is one of the spoilers in the second episode that the guy's bisexual. Well, you just spoiled that. I haven't said that. What's that got to do with anything? You said he is going out with the main suspect. No, I said the editor is now going out with the main suspect. The editor, you said the editor's full stop. He is now going out with the main suspect. Okay, well, she's a woman. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I don't know why I would have said that. Uh, maybe I've, maybe I've just editorialised myself. Yeah, and I know for a fact you won't listen, go back and listen. So there's no <laughs> way you're getting out of this one. Anyway, my main point is Dave Cooper said, you've got to listen to this episode of a five live podcast called Beyond Reasonable Doubt. <sighs> and that gives you the other side of the story as what, well. So. What, I mean, what do you need? I, what can we do? Like, I can't just endlessly, just give me my stuff where it is. Like, yeah. I want to watch, I'll watch the 12 parts. But I'm not going to do extra research. That's for the defence. <laughs> no, right? That's for the that's for the that's for the that's for the uh, guy who's doing the fucking blood spatter. Yeah, the, blood, yeah. the blood spatter guy that everyone was racist about. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. I don't trust him. Why? I don't know. It's the South and I don't know. We're not doing spoilers. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. Um can I please just Oh say I couldn't understand a word that man was saying. Prick. Got back to uh, David Cooper. I said to him, <laughs> Sorry, David, is that episode of uh, Beyond Reasonable Doubt? Is that a Radio Stakar show? <laughs> I'm not fucking listening to it then, pal. <laughs> so, no, the answer is no. Why I will you, not listen to wind it. Wind your neck in, Cooper. Yeah. Anyway. Just because Spotify are now doing podcasts. I can't wait for you to finish because you've got a spoiler moratorium, haven't you? You say after a certain amount of time, yeah, you're not a spoiler. And what is it? Because it's... this show came out a while back. So. If it's a Netflix documentary that gets buried after three months, it's a six month window. Okay. Uh, but if it's a film, um, two years. Okay, so what we're going to do then, and we can tell people about this ahead of time so we don't spoil them, because The Staircase originally came out in 2004, I think. Oh, did it? Right. Or 2005-ish. I wondered why I mean, everything was in... Uh... Yeah, but then it got re-upped when they 
they tacked some stuff onto the end of it and turned it into this. I see. Um, and I think it was released on talk um, on. I was a talk spot, talk spot. <laughs> on, ne- on Netflix uh, in 2012. So anyway, what we'll do is when you finished it, we'll talk about it. We'll do a little section on it right. and we'll give people the heads up so they can fast forward if they need to. Yay. All right. Um, I've got an email here from Tom. I mean, feel free to fast forward through the show anytime you want. Just to make sure you listen. We're not, we're not your dads. Just download it. Yeah. Um, we've got an email from Tom and I'm just going to re- read it to you and I'm interested in your response. Tyler. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Tyler. Um, Tom says, Hello. I am a recent journalism graduate with two big passions, one for podcasting and one Weed. for radio. Oh. The other for sport. That's three. That's three. Um, I'm a big fan of your content and I'm a regular listener to the Luke and Pete show. I'm emailing in to see if it would be possible to do some free work for you. Thanks uh, for your time and I hope to hear from you soon. This guy also emailed the Ramble account as well. I Did believe, he? Yeah. What sort of work could he do? Give people an insight into what sort of jobs. Don't do that action. <laughs> Give some insight into jobs that he could possibly do around here. Uh, I've been uh, recently watching um, uh, the Attitude Era of uh, WrestleMania. What does that mean? Well, it was like um, when wrestling got a bit naughty, where like boobs and swearing, saying, up yours. Right. Sticking the middle finger up to authority. Okay. So that guy can suck my dick. (laughs) I thought you were going to offer him some sort of role. No. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you can appear on our social media videos (laughs) and and stick your two fingers up at the camera or something. Yeah, I'm going to throw him in the bin like Terry Funk. In WrestleMania 14. My semi-serious answer, Tom, is that oh. although we probably give at least some... Well, listen, the shows that Pete aren't on isn't on that regularly do give some semblance of professionalism occasionally. Outrageous. Um, but I can assure you, this is a two-man band. <laughs> There's no work for you to do. Uh, and if there was, Pete would be doing it and he won't do it. Uh, yeah. I, well, I edit all of the shows. That's so, true, actually. So but we record them as live. Yeah. We're, we're, we don't we're, edit anything. Yeah, we don't take anything out. We're quite good. I add a compression algorithm and then I upload it. <laughs> an algorithm. And that is a job. You mean you press the compression algorithm? Press, yeah, press it's, the compression it's an button. algorithm. Yeah, I start oh, right. the I start the wheels in motion. Oh, by the way, I've just been reminded. Remember when um, back in the day mm. we talked about? I think you brought to the table um, that Christopher Lambert of Highlander. Was blind. He's legally blind. Yeah. Or he certainly got very poor eyesight. Yeah. And did he have it at the time? Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think so. Why? Yeah. I, well, because I just, I was I was thinking about, uh, when I when I've thought about that, uh, it reminded me of something. <clears throat> and apparently, this is, a, this is a, I guess, a, an interesting fact about an actor. Did you know that in 1974, uh, Jack Nicholson was told by Time magazine, mm. like reporters at, or, or writers at Time magazine, mm. that his sister... Uh, was actually his mother. Oh, and his, yeah. And his other sister was actually his aunt. And by that time, both his mother and his grandmother were dead. It's quite weird, that, don't you think? That is weird. Why was he told about Time Magazine? Maybe they were just doing like a... Just a, digging a, around. They're sort of going, something doesn't work here. Yeah. Ah. But well, how thought, did he take the news? Did we ever find out? He probably just gave him a big grin. Go, go, go with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then Christian Slater did exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but later, yeah. oh, all right, Donny. Let's. Um, that's probably about enough for this one, isn't it? I think we've we've all had enough. Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah. we'll we'll be back next time, of course, at the usual date. And the, I'll be back on back on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see we'll see you then. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been. I've not done one of them for ages. There you go. There's one. Yeah, it's been. You haven't done one of them since you broke the world record. Yeah, it's been. 